Hey everyone, I'm Tom Harrison. And I'm Michael Williams. And welcome to Speaking Covidly, Empowering Talk in Turbulent Times. Hey Michael, how you doing? Hey Tom, how are you, man? Doing good, doing good. Hey, you know, we were talking recently about, well, we talk a lot actually about this idea of the one thing, right? The one thing you must do. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. it was interesting though how recently we were talking about how the more we can focus on that and kind of orient ourselves to this one thing, the more it can help us kind of manage and work through this uncertainty that's out there now, and particularly now, right, in this time of COVID when things seem to be changing every day, we're not 100% sure what's going to happen the next day or the next moment, et cetera. What do you think about that? Maybe we can uh, have a conversation about that. Yeah, let's let's chat about that for, for a few minutes. Uh, people may be wondering, well, what, first of all, what are you talking about when you say the one thing? What, what does that mean? What does that have to do with anything? And how does that relate to uncertainty? So that's what you and I are going to break down today. And, and at least, you know, I'll just kind of give my little definition of the one thing. So, and the one thing can be, can, can have many meaning, many meanings in a sense. It can apply to many different situations and areas. But what we're referring to now is something that you actually said, you said this to me years ago. It's what is the, the one thing that you must do? What's the one thing that you must do? So for me, it was what do I believe I'm called to do with my life essentially, right? And mm-hmm. as as we begin to kind of discover that and uncover it, unpack that, uh, lots of magical things begin to happen, actually. We become less distracted when we're facing uncertainty. Things are actually less uncertain. It helps keep us focused. It helps keep us moving in a particular direction. Uh, it gives us more hope. When we kind of know what that one thing is, and I'll you know share more of a specific example a little later, but so so the one thing for me is just like, what is the one thing I must do? What do I feel and what do I believe I'm called to do? Um, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we could use the word calling. We could use the word purpose, right? I actually often will say because your purpose can mean a lot of things, right? We could we could have just a kind of a purpose for the moment, which doesn't mm-hmm. go very deep, right? But when I think of when I use the word purpose, um, and sometimes I use why I use the word why because my work is called Walk Your Why, right? Which is living on purpose, and oftentimes mm-hmm. just to kind of reinforce it for myself, I'll call it my divine essential why. It's like okay, that's the thing I must do, <laughs> right? It's divine. Mm-hmm. It's essential. And it's my purpose, right? So that helps me. Um, mm-hmm. But absolutely, yeah. And we may have other, you know, intention relates to it, right? So, mm-hmm. but what we're really talking about, of course, when you think of what is the one thing you must do, that easily gets us away from those things that I, I need to do today, right? Or mm-hmm. this week. Or we're talking about what what really feels like what you must do as your role on this planet, right? Which is kind of heavy, 
right? Not everybody's ready to hear that necessarily or ready to work with that. And some people are like, well, that, that sounds like a luxury, right? Right. To be able to do that. And I think you and I can would attest to the fact that, hey, it doesn't matter where you are in your life, what's going on in your life, how easy things are, how hard things are. And even if you have no clue, right, like in this moment, anyone listening, even if you're someone who's like, you know what, I just honestly don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what, I have no idea what that thing I must do is. Even mm-hmm. if you don't know, right, just just trusting that there is such a thing, right, that there is a reason you're here mm-hmm. and that that applies to every single person on this planet. If you can trust that, if you can take, you can reframe things in that way, have that mindset, it can make all the difference because now you can start thinking about, huh, what is that one thing I must do, right? And, and that alone can start clearing a path, right, through this uncertainty, for example, that's happening now. Mm-hmm. But it yeah, makes it and easier to navigate. Exactly. And, you know, some people may be thinking, well, you know, like you said, well, that's a luxury or that's something that I can do late or I'm, I'm doing okay without really knowing that or the one thing I think I must do I can't really do because I don't think I can earn a living or you know, maybe it's too late or whatever but actually uh, being clear on your one thing is very very practical there's some practical benefits to it and Amen. and we've mentioned a few of them but I'll re-mention them now one you're you're more grounded you're more focused meaning you're you're less liable to get distracted by things that other people want you to do you're less willing to be distracted by things that you know well i'd like to do this or i'd like to do that like but you know you're one thing you're generally going to be more focused you're going to achieve more. You're going to be happier. You're going to be more fulfilled. In many cases, uh, you you can earn more money <laughs> because you you'll probably be doing something that you really love to do. You're passionate about doing, and you're going to probably be really good at it. Those are just like some of the benefits. So it's it's something that one would want to know as early as possible, or they'd want to at least get on the pathway of figuring out what it is. And when times like these come, it's much easy, it's much easier to, to stay grounded. And even during these times of uncertainty, you can feel a lot more certain that at least you're doing the one thing that you must do. And it, you may change the way you do it, but you're still doing it. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I think in in reality, when we when we have clarity about that one thing, about that purpose, about that calling, then really what's happening is we're grounded in that, right? That's what we're grounded in, right? We're grounded in it, it's a truth. It becomes a clear truth in our life, and that clarity, like anything else, that clarity can can be diminished at times, right? But when we, the more clear we are about what's important for us to do in this world. And by the way, we can't go wrong. So here's where some people might think, well, what if I get it wrong, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What if I get get my purpose wrong? Oh my God, what will happen then? 
Well, right. here's the thing. You, when I say you can't get it wrong, what I mean by that is if we have a deep intention, right? So if we, so there's purpose. I mean, in purpose and intention can kind of mean the same thing. But if we have a deep intention to find our purpose, mm-hmm. in a sense, in a sense, that becomes our purpose, right? That, so in other words, we're not clear what the one thing we must do is. Mm-hmm. The and I don't, I don't really want to use the word pursuit because we're not chasing it. And this is, this is something we could spend a lot more time talking about. But it's, it's not a chase, right? It's not like, like you said, Michael, it's true. The, soon, you know, the sooner we can come to this realization, hey, the better, right? Because the, the more of our life we can invest in consciously, you know, um, deepening this purpose and, and serving from this purpose, right? Because ultimately exactly. we're, when we talk about purpose, and, you know, we've talked about this before. This is kind of an underlying theme, right? You're going to hear more about this. You can't really hear too much. You can't really hear enough about it, honestly, because right. we all need it on some level. But ultimately, understand that when we talk about purpose, there's, it's a way of being of service, right? Exactly. And so if we think of it, if we keep that in mind, that that's always going to be true, right, in terms of the, what we're talking about when we talk about purpose, calling, the one thing you must do. Mm-hmm. We're talking about that thing you must do that is of service. And so if you come at it from that perspective and you're always being in a service, meaning, of course, you're doing good things for people, right? Not mm-hmm. bad service, right? Not degrading right. service. Right? Like we're talking about really serving in kind of the way you would want to be served and maybe mm-hmm. even better. Because right? some mm-hmm. of us, let's be honest, some of us aren't great at serving ourselves. But let's put it, maybe it's like, how would you serve your grandmother? And it, what comes to mind, actually, now that I say that, in this moment of COVID, right, mm-hmm. if we've been paying attention to the news at all, right, the reason people have been sheltering in place, the reason we have this physical distancing, the reason we wear masks is, mm-hmm. because, is out of respect, right? And really, if you, it, to be perfectly honest, it's out of service, service. to others. Right. Others. So think about it. If we want to protect our grandmother and we don't, we haven't been tested, so we can't be 100% sure if we've got the virus or not, right? Then we are being of service to others. It might be our own family, our own grandmother, for example, by doing that, right? So that's an example where even in this moment, if you don't have a strong purpose that, that, that anchors you, like Michael and I do, then Make that your purpose, right? Make make the, at least part of it, right? Make that like, okay, hey, I can at least be responsible in this time of COVID and I can do some of the right things, be of service. And I promise you, even things like that, that might ultimately not be related to the one thing you must do, it mm-hmm. will help you, right? It will help you move in that direction because you're moving exactly. in the direction of service. That makes sense, right? Exactly. There's two things I want to mention. One, we may not be able to go too deeply in right now, but we definitely will in some later sessions. But one is I wanted to talk about what what we mean when we say the one thing we must do, right? And then something else you just said, um, oh my God, it just slipped my mind. So, so I guess we'll talk about that then. <laughs> so, so the one thing that we must do, what's that word? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no oh yeah now i remember it so let me just say it before i forget so when 
we're on this this journey of discovery, you will, in a sense, get it wrong. Meaning, meaning on a micro level, you're going to probably try different things, right? Oh yeah. And trial and error, yeah, for sure. Exactly. And some of those things are simply not going to be a good fit, but that's just a part of the process. Or you're going to think this is the one thing. And it's going to turn out that maybe it's not. But it's all a part of your journey. It all helps to feed you, to educate you, to point you in the right direction. So you can be sure that that you are going to get it wrong, but it's all about your intention. And I'm using the word wrong, but it's all about your intention and your direction. So that's one thing I want to say. The other thing is, what do we mean when we say uh, the thing that we must do. And I know <laughs> you and I talked about this when I lived in Long Beach one time. And um, for me, it kind of means the thing that I would do, even if I were not getting paid, it's, you know, you've all heard this before, but right. So it's the thing that I would mm-hmm. do, even if I weren't getting paid, it's the thing that I feel like, that I really feel like I have to do. Like, you just keep coming back to this thing. And no matter what you try, like I've tried lots of different stuff and I just kept coming back to this one thing, this one thing. And the one thing back then, it was fairly clear. Years before that, it wasn't as clear. But as I had this intention of kind of figuring out what the one thing was and I kept moving in that direction, you know, researching, reading, trying stuff, you know, seminars, webinars, whatever, it starts and, and then, you know, and experiencing things and you get affirmation and confirmation and then it starts to become clearer and clearer. So once that starts to happen and once it's even just fairly clear what the one thing is that you must do, you, you almost can't get away from it. You can't get away yeah. from it. So what do you, what do you think about <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, what's coming up for me and it is it's unshakable, right? So even if we try to shake it off, like, oh, this isn't for me. I don't think, I, you know, it's unshakable. It keeps coming back, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, think I really love what you said, Michael, because part of, part of knowing or kind of, let's say, this kind of evolution of knowing or beginning to understand that it's your – your purpose, your, your true why, you know, like I said, your divine essential why or your, the one thing you must do is, like you said, it keeps coming back. It's unshakable and mm-hmm. you are having doubts, right? Now it's, it's possible, right. right? It's possible that it could just come to you in a flash and, or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it's possible. There are people for sure who have known it kind of all their lives, right? They've been right. kind of blessed. Right? They've been blessed with it since they were a child, and that's amazing, right? And if any right. of you are on this call, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love your story, and that's possible. Mm-hmm. But for those of us who are kind of like, uh, you know, the way I look at it, you're either already there and you know it right now. So like if people yeah. listening, you either know it, and you're like, yeah, this is great. Uh, this is so true, yeah. and, I already mm-hmm. know, and I know that I can keep deepening it, right? There's not, it, it doesn't like stop, right? It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I'm there. I'm, I'm 100%. It's done. No, it's it's always evolving, right? Which could mean it takes a different shape, but you'll know it's the same, right? You'll know it's still the thing you must do. It's not like, oh, there was that thing, and then there's a whole different thing over here, and it, you know, <laughs> right. it might look a little bit different out there, but you know it's the same. Are you following what I'm exactly. saying, Mike? 
Exactly. Right? Exactly. And so that's, yeah, so that for me is really powerful to realize that and to also know that there will be, almost certainly will be doubts. You know, if you didn't, if you weren't born with it or if you didn't have it since you were a child, it's a process of doubting. Exactly. Try to shake it off, realize it's coming back, trying things like, oh, yeah, this is great. I love this, but I can't make money at it. Therefore, I got to do something else. And let's exactly. just be real. This is what a lot of people do. There's something where it really resonates with us, but because we can't make money at it, and I get it, mm. right? We get it. Then we, then we end up not doing it at all. And that's, that can lead to a very unhappy life. Right. And so you have to, you have to nurture it somehow. Let me just say, so the thing is that sometimes people think they can't make money at it. Right. They, so. Right. Oh yeah. It's just a perception. Yeah. yeah. It's a perception. And maybe in, in the current form in which you are thinking about it, maybe you can't make money at it, or maybe you can't make money at it right now. Right. right. Maybe with your current knowledge and skill set, you can't make money at it now. I don't like to use the word can't, but we'll just use that for now. So you're not, yeah, you don't have the capacity or you're not, whatever. Yeah, I mean, can't is right because in the moment, whatever the reason is, you're not doing it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it, it's not that you can't make money at it. It's just that maybe it, you need to reformulate what it what it's going to look like. Um, maybe you need to build your capacity. Uh, maybe you need to be in a different situation. Uh, prime example, COVID has caused people to pivot. Remember we talked about a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. an example of this couple that my wife was working with and they got stuck in Costa Rica and they had, mm-hmm. and they do yoga. He does yoga and she does yoga. Stuck, by the way. You're going to get stuck. Those three is not the word. <laughs> not the word. <laughs> so they had to pivot very, very quickly and put up a website and create some courses where they could start and, and do some actually live Zoom yoga sessions. And she just told me that now, I think back then, I'm not sure how much I said. It might have been a couple of thousand. She said, I don't know, this past week or something, they, they made like $4,000. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, you know, when you know, like, so I'm pretty sure they're clear on why they're doing yoga. And it's, it's maybe not necessarily just the yoga that they feel like they must do, although that's a part of it, but it's the service that they're providing to people, the benefits that they see people are getting from the yoga, I'm sure that that's a big part of what they feel like they must do. But Mm -hmm. because they were clear, the format in which they were offering it needed to be shifted very, very quickly from going into their shop and doing live yoga to doing it online. So my point is that whatever it is that you feel like you must do, there's always some other way to do it and there's almost always a way that if if it's something that you want to do full-time sometimes sometimes people want to do things as a hobby and that's perfectly fine but if it's something that you want to do full-time there's almost always going to be a way that you can earn a living from it yeah 
Absolutely. And just to use that same example, imagine if they if that wasn't something they felt really compelled to do, mm-hmm. then they could have easily just thrown the whole thing away. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, should we you know, should we do yoga? Remember the the first of these conversations in this podcast we did, I was talking about a client of mine, right, who also does yoga and different modalities with people. There was all hands on. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where she gets her power. And I was talking about the example where, you know, when she gets when she's with the right person, she's giving the massage. It's this really powerful experience for everyone. Mm -hmm. Right. It's 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 so fulfilling. And she's Mm -hmm. like, how in the world can I do that online? And so she Mm -hmm. was, um, you know, and one of her things was I'm not enough and I'm Mm -hmm. disorganized. However, Mm -hmm. and I need to check back in with her. But here's the thing, though, even though. Right. She was in this place. So she was at that moment. That's an example of of in the moment. She couldn't do it. She like mm-hmm. literally couldn't do it because in the moment, her mindset was such. I'm not enough. I'm disorganized and I'm called to do this. And that's what's critical because she mm-hmm. knew she's called to do it. So I'm confident I got to check back in with her, but I'm confident that she found a way. Right. Mm-hmm. Because she, what I know about her is she's not she would not have abandoned. The calling. Right. right. It might take it might it'll look differently. It'll there'll be you know, obviously right because it'll be online. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. And just using and using that example, what one way it could look is even if let's say, for example, they, she just decided, you know what? Nope. For me, it's got to be it's got to be touch. It's got to be one on one. So, you know what? I'm going to use this time. And this is actually one of the things we talked about is using this time to get organized, right? And to mm. and for her to actually work on this condition she felt she had of I'm not enough, which is not true about mm. her. Right. And so that's right. an example of where even though and I'm I'm projecting this, I don't know if this is true yet, but this is an option, right? This would certainly be something that if you're in a business, for example, where you're like, you know what? I either can't do it online or I just don't want to. No problem. Prepare for the business, going, getting back to your business and use this time to get really ready and build mm-hmm. on your ma- skills of mastery. Because one thing that's absolutely true, you were talking about, Michael, how, you know, hey, in this moment, you might not be able to do it. You may not have the capacity or whatever, right? The conditions may not be right, which is what I'm talking about too right now. Here, mm. The truth is that's true about anything. And the only difference is, right, so like whatever you're doing now, whether you're an engineer, a doctor, a nurse, you know, you're a farmer, whatever your occupation is, you had to learn it. You had to, you had to get to the place where you had the capacity, the ability, et cetera, right, the strength. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the only difference is trusting, right, that, that what you must do is for real. And so you can start to build that capacity, start to learn the skills, et cetera. Exactly. And a person won't have the, the desire, they won't have the persistence and perseverance to build the capacity, to go through all the things that they need to do to build the capacity to go through the doubts, the fears, the failures, the setbacks, the reversals. They won't have that if they're not at least mostly convinced that this is what I must do, right? They'll, they'll mm-hmm. be very easily distracted. So as, as we shaking. started, <laughs> ex- ex- exactly, exactly. I really like, I really like that. 
I really like that. Um, so this is something that's very, very practical, understanding and at least having the intention <clears throat> to move towards kind of living in your calling, your vocation, that word vocation comes from voc, voc, vocare, vocare, uh, meaning to call, vocal, mm. right? Vocabulary comes from mm -hmm. calling. So your vocation is actually your calling. And it's something that you're called to step into and your vocation will last your entire life and it may take different forms, right? It may take different forms, but it's something that you're called to do. It's something that you must do and it's, and it's very, very practical. It can save you, and we'll talk about this in another session, but it can save you tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? And years mm -hmm. of year, <laughs> right? years of work. I, and the people that I work with, generally, they, they want to take their speech to the next level. Some of them are stutterers, people who stutter sometimes severely. Some are people who don't stutter at all. They just want to take their speech to the next level. But the work that's required to really transform their speech and their mindset uh, is quite a bit. And the people who do it and do it well are those who have this sense of a higher call. Something greater for them is waiting. It's greater for them to step into, and they know that their speech is getting in their way. It's slowing them down. Some of them even stop dreaming because they oh, I'd really like mm -hmm. to do that, but I can't because of my speech. My speech is limiting me. And so, but if they if they see, man, there's something I really want to do, there's something I really need to do, I must do, and my speech is limiting me, then that's when that person steps out a little bit of faith and says, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to do something about my speech so that it is converted from a liability to one of my greatest assets. So I just wanted to kind of finish off with that, um, but that's it's this is very very practical in other words oh i totally agree and I, I i agree with you that 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 might be something we talk about maybe next time about getting digging into what makes it so practical right mm -hmm. um and so much came up for me as you were saying that and i just add just a bit here in terms yeah, of yeah. Um, one in terms of the way you said the calling now i see why you use the word calling so much because i love that like you said the vocation really is kind of calling out calling you out right to do what you must do so that's mm -hmm. that's beautiful and also just this um from the standpoint of practicality and just trusting that even if you're not sure what your purpose is or if you kind of know what it is but you just feel like right now i just can't invest time in it because i need money and especially now if you're out of a job or whatever mm -hmm. please give this some time give it some space because it's it's so important. It's like it, think of it as an investment in yourself. Because it really is, right? Mm, and we yeah. all know. So again, this is one of these things. Either you've been a good investor for a long time, and it's so kind of like purpose. If you've been mm -hmm. investing in your purpose since you were a child, you've got it dialed in. <laughs> if you've mm -hmm. been investing in financially since you were a child, you're probably pretty darn wealthy, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. So think of this, and regardless of when you start. If you don't start, you won't accumulate the value, right? 
And right. And what you one more so that's very important just to realize if you want to start building value that becomes exponential, and that's absolutely a fact, right? Mm-hmm. It becomes exponential, then you need to get started or build on what you've already started. And one more thing I wanted to say, you're talking about dreaming and how so many people in your community, and I've seen this many times myself, you know, our communities overlap and we, you know, I dabble in your community and you dabble in mine, et cetera. Um, I've seen that so much. And you and I both know that the truth is the dreaming, restoring your ability to dream. And we say dream, we're not talking about just dreaming whatever wild dreams. I mean, that's fun too, but I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. about dreams that align with your purpose, right? Like, in mm-hmm. other words, like, Dreaming, for example, and you can start with the, simply the question, what is my why, right? What is my purpose? What is my calling? There's going to be clues. There are going to be signs. It can be a lot of fun. Let that be your dream because the truth is the people who do really well in the speech, right, in, in the journey of speech with you, Michael, are the ones who learn either they're dreamers already or they learn again to dream to dream mm-hmm. about what matters for them, to dream about their purpose, to dream about that one thing they must do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic, man. Well, I think with that, we, we'll, we'll wrap up and we, we really appreciate you guys, you folks listening to us and the feedback and we hope that you'll continue to listen and be inspired to actually take action and use this time to uh, to get real clear on 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 your why, on your purpose, on your calling, so that this can be a time of great blessing and enlightenment for you. Amen. Out of wasteful distraction and into inspired, purposeful action. Exactly. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, I look forward. Take care, everyone. Hey, everyone. Stay on so purpose. If you want to learn about what I'm up to, If you'd like to learn about being on purpose, check me out. I'm Tom Harrison, T-H-O-M Harrison. You can find me at walkyourwhy.com, all about being yourself, living your vision, and what I like to call loving the world with your work. Thanks, Tom. And I am Michael Williams, and I want to help you say what you want to say smoothly, clearly, and confidently so that when you speak, People listen. They want to listen. And you can check me out at thesmoothspeechsystem.com. We'll see you there. Take care.